TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and as always, 525 times I think and counting, I am with not just the greatest wellness expert in the known planet, but I'm going to say good guys always win because this is the greatest guy in wellness, longevity and aging well. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, great man? Hello, PC. Thank you for that. It's very kind of you to say that. You are one of the greater men that I know too, and uh, great to be joining you again. Five and twenty-five. That's incredible. Uh, we just keep on chalking them up. Not Seriously? even sneaking them through to the keeper right now. We are. <laughs> we are solid. Hit them out uh, of the middle. You and I. Uh, now, I was buying tickets the other day. Uh, oh, yeah. Plane tickets for you and I. Oh. Italy to go to Icaria and we're going on a little romantic five-day trip together that I think I'll just keep secret for you know uh now because I don't want to get people's hopes up but we're going on a little trip together I was buying some um plane tickets and I I just had to confirm with you your date of birth and I said brother is it you know 1911 73 yes I said yeah mate that's it got it in one um you're turning 50 this year Correct. So you are. Um, I've got three friends that I feel like I can ask pretty much anything um, of, and you're all similar ages. Um, yourself about to turn fifty, Jason Witten who has turned fifty, and Charlie Arnott um, who has turned fifty. And I am going through a little bit of an existential crisis, almost on the verge of turning forty-two. <laughs> and, and are you really? Well. You know, we've spoken a few times before about seven-year cycles. I don't know yeah. if we've spoken about it a lot on the podcast, but <laughs> but but there's this great That's blog, funny. and I bring it up all the time. Yeah, around seven-year cycles, and and I've I've had to put up on my wall because I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Yeah. And thirty-five to forty-two is crisis and questioning, and I'm doing just doing a lot of questioning. Um, and then forty-two to forty-nine is soul searching and wonder. And then you're now in the 49 to 56. So so I had lunch with Charlie Arnott yesterday, and I've been having all these big questions about life and just so much stuff in my head and heart and soul. And I literally ripped these pieces of paper. You can see them. You can see them. No one else can. You can see yeah, them. Just there, yeah. Off my wall and uh, and drilled Charlie with some big Yellow questions. highlighter and stuff. Yeah. Highlighted, you know, just, yep. Some people have a fit that things being highlighted. But, yes, yeah, so I had all these questions. And um, and I thought it's just so nice to have people in my life that are a bit older and wiser at life, like they've been living for for longer. Um, and a part of me, a part of me just wants to know. And you know, you brought up a really good conversation about belonging on our last episode. But a part of me just wants to know. Um, you don't have to mention this about you personally, but I'm just for all of the listeners, like. Can you relate to the concept? Like in real estate, people talk about seven-year riches. Like, can you relate to the concept around like big stuff happening in your life in like seven-year cycles? Do you think it's a thing? Like, I'm I'm mildly obsessed with it. Like, do you think it's a thing? Do you feel it as, as someone older and wiser than I am? Do you reflect on your life and go, 
fuck, wow, big stuff happens like in similar type cycles. Mm. Well, I think you first made me aware of it, PC, to be honest with you. Um, though one thing sticks out to me, and that was the, is it Saturn Return? Is that what that's called? Yeah, and, it is that one, yeah. Yeah, and Saturn Return um, was profound for me. Like that was a really big time. Um, that's 28, and, yeah, 28 and 56, yeah. Yeah, and so at 28, I was at 28 and 56, right? So I get to have another one of those crazy moments in my life. Oh, my gosh. So 28. <laughs> and if you really... get another one, it's, what, 84, <laughs> I think? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to go through it again. It was so – it was heavy, right? It was a heavy time in my life. Um, Can I've you talk about people... it now that it's happened? Like, I mean, I can't remember if you shared it, but, like, I love these reflective stories. I think having all that distance in time makes it easy to talk about. I hope that maybe you don't want to talk about it. I can't remember what happened. No, at 28, I decided I was going to be a chiropractor. Um, and so at 21, I decided I was going to be a naturopath. Um, oh, yeah, okay. And at All 14, right, I talking. think I was going to be a vet. So I think there's been lots of different changes. So um, you think about that, and I ended up being an accountant. And then, a, you know, a, so there's been so many different things that have happened along the way. But at 28, I decided I was going to become a chiropractor. Um, and then we moved back to Melbourne, and um, and Jackson was, you know, two or one and a bit and so and then we you know michelle and i then had a separation and so there was all this sort of stuff that was kind of happening in around that 28 years old thing and so that was hugely challenging but saturn return for me i see um played out in front of my eyes a lot like from Mm -hmm. my younger practice members so people that come into my practice that are 28 um i see the guys at that age go through confusion and uncertainty and um, not knowing where they are and they get um, paralyzed because of their analysis, so paralysis by analysis. And so mm-hmm. they were like literally stuck, not able to make decisions. I've got this guy I'm thinking about as I'm talking about this. Um, and, you know, and over the last couple of years, he's really struggled to make decisions that will propel him into the future. And it's really difficult because I can see him making decisions and doing things that, are holding him back and will make him a decade behind all of his mates. And and I want to like hold him and go, mate, come on. Like these decisions that you're making are holding you back from being, you know, on target, you know, because I essentially, as a result of the decisions I made when I was 28, mm-hmm. ended up being a decade behind all of my mates when I finally finished studying at 35. So I, you but know, it was a massive was- investment that's yielded incredible returns sure but that's not always the case for everybody you know Mm -hmm. and maybe you know the chips fell in the right direction you know it it just there was a few things that were lucky i was in the right place at the right time like all those sorts of things happened i met the right people Uh, maybe i met the wrong people you know probably a bit of both and so you've shared both sides of the coin many times on this podcast yeah yeah. (laughs) epic (laughs) other events so yeah yeah totally right so um you know, I, I think um, you want to be able to. I, I think it, I, I acknowledge that things happened at 14, 21, 28, mm. 35. I graduated, so things happened at 42. Were you know, at 40, nearly closing on a 40, I was you know, stuck and wondering what I was going to do. So, you and I started doing you're a podcast. crisis and questioning, you were a crisis and questioning, yeah, at 40, exactly 100%. At 42, yeah. um. You know, we're a year and two and a half years into doing this, and then 
So at 42, that's eight years ago, nearly. Yeah, there was yeah, big things going on in my life at that point in time. So we get to 49. What's 49? Soul searching, soul searching and wonder. Yeah, which I've done a lot of over the last, you know, probably 12 months, trying to work out who it is that I want to be, where I want to be, how much I want to work, what's my balance in terms of uh, exercise, uh, movement, recreation, work, income generation, um, inspiration, motivation, all that sort of stuff. Like I've been trying to work out all that sort of stuff. So, yes, if I reflect on it, I go, yeah, yeah, seven-year cycles, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 I I don't I don't think about it and going okay cool I've just got this seven years to you know focus on this so I've got this seven years to do that but I would agree upon reflection that there's these seven year cycles that you've made me aware of um, that we could definitely sum up we could sum up the events of those of those that time mm. into seven year cycles for sure. Oh, it's so liberating to hear you talk like that. I find this stuff so fascinating. And again, maybe it's my period of time at the moment, but I think there's a lot of people kind of yeah, just questioning um, or going through their phases. I feel like I'm connecting with a lot of people that are in these that are 49 or 50 or 42 or 41 or 43 or again, they're all they're all an age. They're all something, right? They're all living their lives. Um, but I I just re- I'll just read you the first paragraph because I feel like I've said to you many times, like in my just sheer like um inspired impressed nature of the way that you've lived your life i feel like you've really i said you've careered your life over the last this soul searching and wonder feels like um you've made really strong decisions about simplifying life and knowing what works like playing golf good for my mental health and my social connection and my physical strength and working on these days and having hand cuddles with amber whilst going for a walk and you know um spending the the money and the time and the energy and the effort to spend quality time with Jackson who lives interstate and, you know, all of these things, I feel like you've reached this period and, and it, it might sound cliche. A lot of people say that at the phase of life you're in, they start to realize that they've only got so many summers left. They start to really feel this mm-hmm. mortality or this spiritual urgency where they want to cut the crap. So in, in your phase, like you, you sold forage, you, moved on from podcast like uh, from the wellness guys and you started to cut things out of your life um but so that you can bring in more of what's meaningful like if i just read this out because i keep on i keep on talking you said so the this is from tommonty.com i'm going to pop the link in the show notes but again i I love this summary the gift of the 50s this is 49 to 56 an ever-growing vision and understanding of life The gift of the 50s is inspiration, mastery, and growing power. We are blessed with a wealth of experience which has given us a certain wisdom. If we have integrated the gifts and ideals of the previous cycles and develop our souls, we naturally emerge as important guides and leaders in our community and society at large. It is the start of a new period of mastery and personal power. But there's something else that made me think of you the other day. I think it's in the 42s to... 49s i'll just read this quickly the 40s are a time of hard work and and of laying a strong foundation for our lives we develop our own value and work hard to establish a true competence and expertise in our chosen field meanwhile as we approach the age of 49 we become increasingly aware of a great transition in life children are moving away from home we are freed from old responsibilities of family and child rearing women enter menopause or become perimenopausal the burden of childbearing is lifted you're more settled grounded and adept at living life meanwhile we sense big changes ahead as our 50s approach There's something else in here about civic 
civic stuff because I think if you oh we we see the first real signs of success and we start to mellow. Many become involved in their community or local government or do some kind of civic or charity work. We develop a broader humanitarian vision of life. We seek to be a service to those in our community or country or our world. And I'm like, see all the work you do in the chiropractic profession, like that you're doing at this phase of life now. Because I remember five, 10 years ago, I was like, how do people sit on boards and, you know, coach footy teams or do work for local, you know, organizations or whatever? But there's a maturity or some form of worldview that clearly matures as you get older, where you decide to spend time on those things because you've got a grander vision or view of the world. Is that something that you would tend to agree with? Oh, yeah, kind of. I don't know if it's a maturity thing, but I think that people get themselves into a position in their life where they're comfortable with the amount of time that they're spending on things. So with you, you've got children that you're chasing after and you've got a beautiful wife you want to spend more time with. And then you're also um, chasing a career, right? So you're time lean. You're not time poor. You're just time lean. And then I've got a mate who has always been the coach and the captain of the career club and he's coached the juniors and, you know, he's well-regarded. He's been given life membership at 50-something um, to the league, like the Mercantile Cricket League. And and he because he's so involved, like he's been on committees and boards and all that sort of stuff because he created um, a life that gave him time in order to dedicate to one of his passions, which is cricket, right? His name is Maka. So shout out to Maka if he's listening. But I, On he, your Maka. He probably isn't. He's probably not listening, Maka. But if you are, thanks for listening. In <laughs> fact, I reckon his wife, Christy, might be listening. We'll see. Um, I'll get a text message on Monday if they're listening. Um, but they, um, he created that. And then I've got another mate, Mike, who has created a life for himself. And he's not 40. He's only 30-something. Um, where he's created a life for himself that um, he has an abundance of time and abundance of resource that enables him to go to the movies on a Wednesday afternoon and just hang out with his wife. You know what I mean? Like, and we were talking about that at golf today. It's like, how who goes, who's down Chapel Street um, on a Wednesday and is on his way to the jam factory to watch a movie in the you know in the middle of the day on a Wednesday? Like, who gets to do that? And so I think if in your life you get to carve out time, um, then it's not so much a maturity, but it's what's what you see as a possibility um, that you see you can fill that void or you can be that person. So there was a time in my life when I just started Forage. I was working um, here in you know Bayside at Sandringham at Vita, um, and I was doing a couple of days a week and. I had another associate that was working at the same time and and I just kind of started my golf thing. But I also had this time that I wanted to dedicate to Jackson, so I became his cricket coach. Mm-hmm. So I was the coach of the under uh, 12 um, Hawthorne Cricket Club and um, and I and I helped them, you know, with that. I went and, you know, did the, the, the coaching course for the footy. I did the, you know, the Auskick coaching course that Amber and I did so that we could be Auskick coaches and And so we've done those sorts of things and kind of carved out time um, in our lives when that time was available but then when that time wasn't available we didn't have that spare time because we hadn't created that space that opportunity rather than trying to force that time we had to let it go so I think it's not a maturity thing it's what you're creating um, 
in terms of time availability. And that is the conscious approach, isn't it? So it, it does feel like, um, and again, it, it feels like I'm asking questions of you because I'm always curious for people that have lived, you know, it's kind of like this podcast. We'd love to interview people that have lived longer than us to see their views on it. Like, But do you feel like, do you feel like your views have changed? Like if I think of myself personally, I would always go, how do people like, yeah, want to spend time doing charity work like when there's so many other things that are that are on but then i realize as, as i get older i can definitely i can that i can feel that within a whole i can feel a whole lot like a, a greater enthusiasm for helping other people and wanting but in your 20s you're a bit more it sounds again these are all very generic comments but like you're a bit more self-serving you're trying to work out your own life not so much thinking about helping others but then you get further down the path of life and there is a bit of uh for a lot of people there's a lot of wanting to give back to society wanting to help in any way yeah. that they can whether like you said coaching a cricket team or helping people in need more like do you feel that that's a um is that is that like a again I had, is that like on a soul level where you're just having life experience i don't even know how to ask the question but in your experience do you feel like it's something that you become or is it something that you change beliefs on? I reckon you eventually find your place in the race. You know, like you, you get off from the start line, the gun fires, bang, off you go, and you're all trying to get to wherever you've got to get to, and you find your place in the race, and you're in your space, and you're in your groove, and all of a sudden you go, okay, well, this is, now I know what this is all about, and this is where I'm heading in my life. This is how I'm going to get there. And so then you can kind of collect things on the way and work out what it is that you want to do. So if you zoom in ahead and you're racing to the finish line, um, you might get there first. You might actually get to the finish line first. Um, and if you continue to do that, then you're probably maybe not going to pick up a lot of things on the way and create space and time for the, all those things that you might want to enjoy uh, because you've raced to the finish line. But I reckon you can find a groove and kind of go, okay, cool, I'm going to sit on cruise at this at 110 k's an hour, no worries. Um, and I'll just get there when I get there, but that'll give me some time to kind of do other things. Some people might, you know, drive at 80 Ks an hour. Some people might drive at 60. Others are trying to get there so fast. They're doing 200, 300 Ks an hour, right? It's like the autobahn um, in Germany. All the yeah, different, yeah, exactly. And so they get there maybe, but there's, you know, potentially more risk and more danger and more, maybe more damage. But for me, what I think it is, is you kind of find your groove. You now no longer, I don't feel like we're racing because, We've got established careers. Jackson's left home. We'll get our house, got the car. We take holidays. I do things that I love. Got to golf, you know, play golf. All the things that I love. So now I've got this kind of groove on. Um, and I think I just kind of know my place in the race. I love that line. I've, re- I've written it down. Find your space in the race or find your place in the race. Like find- It feels like, and again, this is all my crisis and questioning thoughts at the minute, but it feels like it might take, 40 odd years to find your place in the race. And that's okay. Like this is, this is your, we're all learning how to live. We're learning how to live our best lives. We're, we're looking, and this is probably the other thing. Are we looking, are we looking for our place in the race or, or are we just looking, you know, left and right and seeing what everyone else is doing? And, you know, like you said, just trying to beat everyone else rather than actually just find our rhythm, find our mojo, find our pace, you know. And again, I, I look at outside looking in, I'm like, you know, yeah. You sold Vita and you left the wellness guys and you stopped another couple of things and it's like you, you found the rhythm of life that that worked for you and it's like you did that in your 40s. Like you were like, okay, like 
you know, I've spoken about this before. No more free talks. Like I'm sick of doing free talks. Yeah. You know, it's all those like that. It's like at some point in your 40s, and again, it could be at any at any age, but in the context of this conversation, it's like finding your place in the race. Um yeah. is is about looking inside and going, yeah, what do I want? What don't I want? How do I want to live? It is that which we see a lot in our guests and when we when we go you know to Ikaria and so on it feels a bit more innate like but no, I could be wrong but it feels like they've learned how to find their place in the race from their parents or their grandparents and their society and culture as a whole whereas um and I think a lot of the experts in that field will talk about we live in a more individualized community where we're all about our lives and that we're all about you know our individual life designs whereas cultures like Ikaria and other blue zones it's it's all about the, the wider community is the filter by which we design our lives. Mm, mm. So, okay. Yeah. Agree. I like this. Yeah. I like that place. Find your place in the race. Maybe it's a, there's a book in that. Did you just come up that. with that? Yeah. I just came up with that. Just, just rhymed. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. I don't that's know, great. but it, like it, it's, it's quite a good metaphor. It's quite a good metaphor. Mm. Um, well, I'll, I think it's about right. I think that's probably spot on. Mm. I'm going to pop the link to the summary that I look at regularly in the show notes. If this conversation has sparked your interest, folks, um, and again, just click the link in the show notes. Google seven-year cycles. Again, I, I I use this one, tommonty.com, for whenever I'm, I'm chatting with clients or people or wanting to just look at it myself. Like It's just a very brief summary of seven year, of every seven-year cycle in life. Um, might be something you want to have a look at and use as as we were just in this conversation as a reflective tool for earlier days in your life to see if it matches up um, and then what might be further down the path. But Damo, thanks always for answering my hard-hitting questions as I experience this crisis and questioning phase of my life. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure, mate. And, you know, thanks for striking up these conversations. They really are super interesting. It's amazing, you know, where it goes. Amazing where he goes. I'm actually going to look at Tom Monty. I think that yeah. sounds like a good idea. I feel Maybe like I'll... every time I read, I want to send him an email going, you know what? Look at that blog all the time. Thank you so much. Why don't we interview him? We should interview him. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's interview Tom American. Monty. We've just got to get up at four in the morning to interview him. Let's do mm. it. Yeah, um, or eight. I think eight in the morning is five over there in the afternoon. Yeah. So. Well, what? We'll find a time. Yeah. Find a time. Um, this has been another episode of 100 Not Out, folks. There's some cool stuff happening behind the scenes a few big secrets we'll tell you about in the coming weeks and months but um this game is being raised a level in the 100 not out world which we look forward to sharing with you down the track but until uh next week go and find damo at damienchristoff.com myself marcuspierce.com.au and as always continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life bye for now This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.